Am I wrong? Cause I wanna get it on till I die. Am I wrong? Cause I wanna get it on till I die. Get it on till I die. Get it on till I die. And we're back. We are back, guys. Welcome back to the DNA podcast um, with myself and Alex. Um, this is episode two. We made it after all the struggles of uploading everything to Spotify and all that stuff and YouTube. It should be uh, should be working out a lot more smoothly now. Yeah. Uh, cool. So, Alex, you want to go ahead and let them know what we're going to be talking about today? Yeah, guys. You know, just want to say thanks for coming back and joining us for you know our second episode. You know, if you're a new listener, thanks for coming in. Hope you can stop by and you know just enjoy the conversation and you know hopefully take away something like this and we got you coming back. Um, you know, I think uh, just so everyone knows that the intro today we're going to go with like uh, we're going to start off with some Star Wars talk. Um, we're going to do our little fan cast. So if you listened to the first episode um, and retweeted it on our social media, we chose two people from that, and we're going to see who we thought we would cast them in a movie, superhero role, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll get to that, so that way you can keep listening. Um, and then we'll feed into where oh, Dave and I... It was a totally random choosing. I had to, like, spin this wheel of all of y'all's names. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Mikey. So... <laughs> random it's not mikey that was your brother that was your brother yeah maybe your brother will get it next week we'll see (laughs) but it's something that Uh, we want to do you know to keep everybody like you know um in the loop i guess if we discussed if we cast you in a role uh we won't double cast is that yeah try to do that like you know if we put somebody as captain america like let's let's make it a little bit hard for ourselves you know yeah for sure We'll build our own little universe. But, yeah, back to you. I'm sorry I interrupted you. Oh, no, no, you're good. Yeah, it's all good. Um, and then we'll finish off with who – so, we're sorry. So, we're going to rank the Spider-Man movies, which David and I, we don't know what each other – well, either of us chose. Yeah, and then we're going to do the same thing with our top five anime heroes. So, who we think from the animes we've seen between the two of us. And mm-hmm. I think, David, I, I don't know. I'm not – this is where you're a little more – you know more than I do, so – I think you're going to well, you my, surprise my list. But. My goal here is to just like, because yeah, I might have like a wider range, but to drop something that maybe you're like, dang, I got to check that out. I wanted to like, you know, make you yeah. curious about some of these shows. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, Kevin, and, Kevin and Mike do that for me too. They gave me a whole list of animes. I'm going to start watching. I think I have one in here that you might not know. That's going to excite. Have, oh yeah. I have one that I know is going to excite you and I can't wait to get to it, but we'll start off. Um, we can go just jump right in, man. Let's do Star Wars, bro. So, what do you, what are you thinking? How do you think? What's, man. what do you think about this new one coming up? So, I have like a a grand scheme kind of um idea of what's going on right now. My yeah. my like everybody's like, oh, Ray's parents. Who's Ray's parents? Who's this and that? I think Ray is born from the midichlorians like Anakin was. I don't know if you remember that back in the prequels, but they say yeah. that um. Who is uh, Palpatine's master? Plagueis could yeah. like create life and manipulate life, and that his teacher, his student, learned everything, and now his student killed him and stuff like that. So I think that um, I want to say that Palpatine like made Ray, if that gotcha. makes sense, to be like another triad Anakin. Maybe he's uh-huh. been alive in the back, you know, in the kind of you know, in the background, kind of still still alive. Because if he learned the things that Plagueis taught him, he can manipulate life and death. So yeah, exactly. that's going to be the thing, because they're going to run into him, I guess. Um, I don't think they're going to run into him. I think um, if you're familiar with, like, what holocrons are, holocron, holocrons, 
it's like more it's deeper in the Star Wars lore than in the movies. Yeah. Yet. They like Sith and Jedi. They can like pretty much put like their consciousness in an object. Yeah. And, and so that they can teach future Jedi's and Sith in the future, but mm-hmm. not literally be alive. So I think maybe when they go to the Death Star, they're gonna see that and it's gonna pop up. They're gonna learn all this shit. And yeah. I think Kylo probably knows it too, but he just doesn't want to tell her. Well, and they kind of did that. You know, that's a good good point because they kind of did that in the first one of the reboot when Ray touches the lightsaber of Anakin and she had all these flashbacks. Mm-hmm. So I mean, what's to say? Like maybe born the same way, or yeah, what's to say I they wouldn't would do that? Hate, I would hate for her to be a Skywalker. I'm gonna be honest. If it comes, if it comes that she's a Skywalker, I'd be kind of bummed. But then again, I guess that's what Star Wars is, right? It's a story of the yeah. Skywalker. But, well, and the new because like when Disney bought out Star Wars and went with Marvel, like they're all under this umbrella now. Yeah. All the old books are now considered. Uh, they're not canon. Yeah, they're not canon. They're yeah. lore. You know, they're fake, uh, fable, whatever. They're fake. Yeah. So with the new one, technically under the new umbrella, Skywalker was actually like a religion or like a, an endearment. So it was more than just a last name. So like if you were a Skywalker, you were like that's like a level you approached. It wasn't like your last name. So anyone yeah. could be a Skywalker. That's what that's I'm thinking what that I'm... you're gonna do with the rise of Skywalker, is that what you're about to yeah. say? That yeah, like exactly. it's gonna become like a like the new Jedi order in a sense. Like mm-hmm. the Skywalkers. Luke, you're really a traditional Jedi. They call him like gray Jedi, where you're kind of like in the middle, because Luke force choked, I think, in one of the movies, and that's not mm. like a Jedi like thing. So he's like kind of goes in like the border, and so yeah, maybe that's what like the rise of Skywalker, that little boy with the broom at the end of the movie, he's gonna turn out to be a Jedi or yeah, I, yeah. But I definitely don't think that they're gonna yeah, Skywalker rise of Skywalker. I agree with you on that. That's probably what it's gonna end up being. Yeah, and I think it's gonna have something to do with like I think. Like we're gonna, I, I, I don't think we're gonna get Ray is related to Luke or Leia in any way. I hope. Not. At least I, I, I hope not. I'm, I'm, I'm there with you because it's then it's just the same thing, same cycle, mm-hmm. and then like I don't, it, it's just, it's almost like it's, it's pointless to do, have done a reboot, you know? And it's be like, yeah. well, we knew it was coming. We're all gonna buy tickets anyway, so they're just basically stealing our money. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just do like, you oh, okay. feel about if she were to be related to um, Obi Wan? That would be, that'd be a cool twist. I think that would be a cool one, and it would kind of show why Obi-Wan and Anakin are kind of bound together in a way. Yeah. You know, like their destinies, and they're always fighting against each other, but they're still brought back, and there's inner conflict because they have a connection and they care about each other. So that, and... It would be pretty cool. That would be a cool twist and a good callback. I would appreciate that. And well, I think Christensen is supposed to be in this, I think, in this new one. Uh, who played Anakin in the prequels? Yeah. So maybe his Force Ghost comes up and says something, and well, it's got to be Force Ghost. I doubt Vader's yeah. alive. He looks like Hayden Christensen again, because that'd be <laughs> that'd be pretty that'd ridiculous. Be like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would just be a bigger a bigger confusion. I'd be like, this is the last one. You're leaving so many questions. I'm so confused. I'm thinking but... that's what it's gonna be. They're gonna like talk to Ray. Ray's definitely gonna talk to like, because they need to connect the prequel. They don't need to, I guess, but. The prequels, in some way, you could you could still retcon those and say they never existed. I feel like yeah. they're gonna find a way to kind of like incorporate them and make them relevant. And so if they're gonna have Hayden Christensen come in and be like, "Yeah, you're you're like me. We were born from the Force," because his mom didn't have a there was like no father. I think I yeah, remember. No father. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe maybe he's the one to break the news. You know, who knows? It's like 
it's exciting, but then I also I, I didn't. Did you? How do you feel about the Last Jedi? The the last one that we got. Right. Hit and miss for me, man. Like it was just kind of like. I get what they're trying to do, but it's like, like man, you could take out the whole part of Finn and the when they're on that planet trying to save the animals and free them. Uh, like that whole story, you can take out it, take it out of the movie, mm-hmm. and it's the same movie. Like you don't lose any substance. So I feel like it was just kind of hit and miss. Um, well, it's weird. It's like Ryan Johnson like did directed this movie without even like. Paying attention to what like JJ was setting up, and I think that's yeah. probably making this harder for JJ because JJ's probably like, "Well, shit, dude, <laughs> like, I all this up. yeah, yeah I was gonna do all this with Ray and blah blah blah, and you did this and like Snoke dying that like, easy, yeah, oh. and it was, and they built him like he built him up as this giant mysterious figure, like what's gonna happen, who is he? I thought and he now was Darth Plagueis, and I thought like that'd have been cool. Emperor Palpatine's dead, and like taking over because I, I like that character like the things that i've looked up in the lore about him yeah uh, he's like the big bad so i thought snoke yeah. was gonna be that but yeah man just got chopped that throne scene though i can't be mad at that that was pretty cool that was pretty wild it yeah was definitely a twist. And, uh... yeah and that's what i'm saying that's part of the hit that i liked where i was like oh and like i mean but then the fight scene that followed that where, where with her and kylo was super off sync and you can yeah. tell like it wasn't natural feeling like if you go back and watch it when they hit them you can tell that the actors that are they're fighting they're like off sync because they don't know what to do because the daisy ridley and adam driver are just totally off sync yeah so go go back and watch it i and anyone that's listening, go back and watch, and you'll see like they'll swing one way, and then the people will go the opposite. Yeah, and you're like, hey, mm-hmm. if I'm hitting you, you should go. You know, it's just just op- <laughs> And I'm like, they're probably know, like, why like, are we even fighting right now? This shouldn't happen yet. And yeah. I don't think that I'm thinking. Um, okay, another. Let's see. Let's go back to theories. I guess we do that a lot here. I guess theories. Um, how do you feel about Ray going to the dark side and Kylo coming back to the light? Do you think that's gonna be something that's gonna happen? Or do you think they're going to stay in these paths and he, she's going to have to kill Kylo and, you know? Because I was thinking about that. I was like, would I like that? But I think I would. <laughs> I really think I would. I mean, this has to be the last one because I know apparently they're making the uh, they're making a whole new series that is not related to the Skywalker. So this is the last Skywalker film. Mm-hmm. So they got to conclude it in some kind of way. I uh, think... Kylo and Rey just die. They cancel each other off, and the Force was ultimately balanced. Mm. And then, instead of Jedi's, now they're called Skywalkers. It's true. And there's like so, no real like order to them. They're kind of just yeah. like there's yeah, no light I and dark. That. I could yeah, definitely no see light that. And dark. Yeah, I would I think I'd be okay with that. When I would also be okay with the idea of them maybe coming together to make this like neutral order. You know what I mean? Maybe they mm-hmm. have. Like, Maybe Palpatine comes back and Kylo Kylo's like, okay, I thought I was bad. <laughs> He's like, you know, so who knows? That would be that'd be something interesting to see is how they do that. But Ray Ray dying, I don't know, man. I feel like they wouldn't do that. That'd be really big. Like I th- I think because the whole point of the 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 prophecy is that the Force is balanced, and if you have Kylo's dead and Ray is alive, technically it's not balanced. Oh, no balance. Yeah. So I think the only way for it to be done, and it's called the Rise of Skywalkers, is they both die, you know, what, however it happens, you know, and they 
then then the new Jedi Order or Skywalker Order would be the new coming. And that way there's teachings of light and dark and say, you know, this is what we do. It's art, you know, and just kind of let it grow like, from there. That kid with the broom. What's up, Kiva? That kid with the broom comes in and, like, kind of just has to figure it out on his own. And that's how they want it. Maybe they're just like, you know what, like, do with this as you want. And maybe he, like, because there's, like, books and everything, right? About, like, the Jedi Order and all that stuff. Well, not anymore. They got destroyed. Oh, you're right. Yeah, they destroyed the giant, it. Yeah, the giant lightning bolt destroyed them. That's true. So, yeah. yeah. But I hope that that's the approach, that the term Skywalker becomes, like, an ideology and not, like, a family name anymore. Yeah. They, oh, my God, Alex. What? It's starting now. Hey, we had some technical difficulties. Sorry, we had to cut. Um, but we're back. We're, we're back, and we're still discussing uh, uh, Star Wars. Um, what we're um, where we were, I guess, I was uh, saying that I'm glad that the sky the Skywalker is going to be like an ideology and not just like a family, because I think everybody's sick of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. In movies is a lot, man. <laughs> About it is. It's a the lot of anything. You know? It's like, like nine. Yeah. Like nine slices of pizza, nine rolls of sushi. Nine is a big number for anybody. It is a very big number, especially. For <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But we're getting a um, we're getting a another trilogy about the Knights of the Old Republic, directed by the um, the guys who did Game of Thrones. Yeah, so I know. That's gonna be something interesting uh, to see. Which I mean, they're still great directors. I think. No matter. Did you did you watch season eight? Yeah. Uh, I've watched I bits think, and pieces I from what I've heard of. Was this. I think they were like, oh, sh- we got Star Wars now? <laughs> They're like, yeah, okay, let's just wrap this shit up real quick. Yeah, because George R. R. Martin wanted like two more seasons, I think. And he oh. was like, he's like, I asked him for two more seasons. They said no. They, so they they did rush this ending. And I think it's because they got Star Wars, man. I bet they were like, shit, we're going to get that Disney money. We hit the lotto. Yeah, it's the yep. lotto right there. And if I'm you, not like, once you have Disney, it's the lotto ticket. I still liked the season, but yeah, no, but they're definitely going on to Star Wars, and I think it's going to be kind of a cool, that's definitely a cool, they're going to be, they're going to bring something new to Star Wars, I think. Yeah. We're going to, I mean, if they bring anything that they did in, I mean, in uh, Game of Thrones to Star Wars, I'm like, hey, we'll lose main characters. Cool twist, yeah. Every, every, every five minutes, someone big will die. <laughs> I guarantee you Kit Harrington is going to be in some kind of role or something like that. They're gonna they're gonna bring back Johnson. They're gonna bring back probably all those actors and put them in Star Wars. I would not doubt it. Yeah. At all. And then they also, you know, we have uh, I can never say this. Ewan McGregor, the guy who played Obi Wan. Yeah. It's, it's not. Right? It's con- Yeah, it's not confirmed, but there's major rumors coming around that he's gonna reprise his role as Obi Wan in a mini series. So my guess, the only thing it could be is either pre Qui Gon, which I don't know, it's be hard to do, make him look that young again. A paddle. Or, yeah. Because that storyline is really cool when Obi-Wan's training. He's got the same kind of, like, not looked upon, kind of like Anakin was. Like, everyone looked past Obi-Wan when he was young. No one wanted to take him. And mm-hmm. then he tests, and Qui-Gon finally takes him. Because even then, Qui-Gon was a Jedi long before Obi-Wan was. And, like, Qui-Gon passed on him before as well. Yeah. Um, so that would be a really cool thing to see. And then, or, obviously, the in-between episode three and four when Obi-Wan is watching Luke grow you know, becomes Ben on Tatooine. You know, that would be... I think everyone wants to see comics of him, like, going and doing, um, like, yeah, of what he's doing, like, during the rise of, like, Darth Vader. I think he goes and does his own, like, stuff. I think there's a bunch of, like... There's a, so many... But now, like you said, like, a lot of them are retconned, and they're not in canon anymore. Yeah. So I guess 
just depends. They're probably just going to pick and choose what they want. But yeah. I would, more than that, though, I would rather see a show about Darth Vader going around just pretty much killing every like remaining Jedi. I My, would what I want see that. I think I think Disney would hit it on because who are the two biggest characters that people want to like want to know what happened before? Who do you think they are? Who do you, I I have my theory. Who I, yeah, you know, I would like to yeah two characters that you want to man. How do they get to where they are today? Okay, that are in like the original series that we like uh-huh. that we didn't see in the pre the prequels. Yeah. So damn maybe like Han. We already got that. Yeah. We already got that. Um, I can't think. Maybe like Leia. That'd be kind of cool to see what Leia was doing while she was All coming. Right. So, like you know how they did X Men Origins, right? Yeah. So if they did an origins movie of Darth Sidious and Yoda. Oh, okay, that's like true. The, you don't get like, like a come up. Yoda. Yeah, like the come up of how they got to where they are now and how so the other one. Like the Knights of the Old Republic takes place before that, like before the Jedi Order, I think. Yeah. I haven't played that game in so long. And mm-hmm. like that's mainly yeah, I still love that fucking game. But like I need a I think that takes place before the Jedi Order, so you might get some Yoda in that, like a younger Yoda be like wise and you know be like, Hey, we need to have a structure to this, you know, and it's Yeah you know, young Sidious, which hey, he was in the he was in the Senate. He is the yeah. Senate, like he says. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I mean that yeah, that would be really cool to see him kinda start, you know. Um, kind of like make his way in and stuff like that. I would like to see that. That'd be cool. Yeah, I'm excited to see it's, how they use Palpatine in this movie, though. I don't know. Yeah, so. I want to know how they how they use them. That's going to be interesting for sure because, you know, like you said, there's so many ways they can not maybe not bring him back in a way, but like obviously where they are today in this Star Wars universe is because of him. You know, so yeah. he's it's impossible to not mention him. You yeah, because he goes down as the greatest bat. I think. Darth Vader is, you know, one of the all-time great villains, but you don't have Darth Vader without Darth Sidious, you know? Like, it's impossible, so I don't know. And they threw him off of the thing, and he blew up. I'm, like, thinking, like, did he survive, even if he can, like, manipulate the Minichlorians and all that stuff? I think he's dead. I think he's in a holocron, and they're just going to see, like, a... Like, also, there's the, um... Ah, the game. Battlefront 2, the story mode. He, like, still exists within a, um... Um, like a robot, like his face, like pops up. I think, like a hol- yeah. hologram. So I think they're gonna do something similar to that. I don't think he's literally gonna be alive, tormenting anybody, other than Kylo. Maybe he's gonna kind of like get into his head, or something maybe, like that. Or maybe, maybe his spirit is still alive, and he's trying to take over Kylo. So that's why mm. he's so tormented. You know what? I saw that too. That he's like maybe possessing him, because you know he did have that moment of like, like. I need you, Dad, before he killed Han. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, maybe he's being manipulated by Palpatine, you know? That would be yeah. something cool to see. He's like, man, well, I failed with Vader. Like, you know, he still had his conscience and everything and turned on me. Like, yeah. if I could fully manipulate this guy. If I can become him. Exactly. And have the power of Skywalker. Exactly. So it's just, that's a possibility. And I kind of like that possibility of him being yeah. manipulated. And then that would that would make reason for him trying to kill Luke randomly. Yeah. It's Palpatine. Palpatine wanted Luke dead. You know, he's yeah. like, he's like, ah, screw this kid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that made his dad throw me off this thing. Finally got my revenge. <laughs> right. So I could see that being a thing. I like that. And then I think redeem- redeeming 
like redemption and stuff like that is a big thing that plays into Star Wars. I mean, with Vader, it happened to yeah, him. Yeah, it's always a it's always a story of redemption. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, what a what's up, Kiva? Yeah, Kiva's <laughs> just hanging out, I guess. Just being nosy. But yeah, uh, I, it's gonna be a redemption thing. Vader got redeemed, and so and you know what? I would actually not doubt it if Hayden Christensen is in it, and his Force Ghost talks to Kylo, and if Kylo finds out that Darth Vader had a, like a like um redeemed himself and was like thinking like what am i doing you know and yeah, i can do, if i can do it you can come yeah back from so that too, could yeah. maybe cause kylo to change sides and you'd be like wow this is all wrong i idolize this guy that didn't even stick with this ideal that i'm going with so yeah that's definitely something that i could see happening as or well. like what happens if he's like maybe like you know say ray knocks him out or he's about to kill him so kylo goes into this state and this is where you see Darth Sidious is obviously, you know, this is playing to the fact that Darth Sidious is trying to possess him and take over his body. Yeah. So he's fighting him, and then that's where Hayden Christensen comes in as like, no, don't do it, you know. Exactly. Fight it, you know, fight the dark. You know, Something like, like that. Star Wars stock, yeah. Or maybe smart enough to also put himself in, like, because they're going to go to the Death Star, and the Death Star is going to have a bunch of stuff there. So, I mean, yeah. maybe Vader put his consciousness in that holocron, too, and he's going to have a moment of talking, ooh, that, okay. What if that happens? So Kylo finds uh, Vader, Anakin's, and gets you know convinced to sway to the other side. But then Ray finds Palpatine's and gets convinced to switch to the other side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they both kind of roll reverse. Like Ray's like, what? Like, yeah. oh, he's technically my father, and he wants me to do this. Blah blah blah. So yeah. I mean, that's weird. There's just so many like different. It's J.J. Abrams. He's gonna do something great with it, and I wish yeah, that he hopefully the second it one somewhere. knows how much better it would have been. Yeah, because the second one was just like, it was just all over the place. It didn't have like a main, you know, beginning, plot, climax, end. Like, it didn't have that. It was just like beginning, climax, more climax, inside jokes, Yoda. (laughs) Inside jokes. And then doppelgangers, like making clones of of Luke, which I saw people like, what the heck you can do with the Force? And. Apparently, like, Ryan Johnson defended that with, um, like, there's old source material saying that they could manipulate the Force to make copies of themselves, but it's yeah. um, something that was, like, they said 2015 and beyond, the Star Wars book will count. As yeah. Can. But the book that he brought, like, the doppelganger thing from happened in 2011, so they're saying that they're just going to pick and choose what they want to use in, like, the comics and everything. Wow. Because, yeah, he made a shadow clone, pulled the Naruto. Hmm. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, I don't know. Anything else for Star Wars before we move on? No, I think that's... I mean, I think we'll have to see what happens. You know, I'm that excited for... show coming out on Disney Plus? Yeah. Disney Plus is going to hit us up with a lot of stuff. My God. I'm excited. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to... Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a subscription well worth it, and I can't wait till we do a podcast yeah. about that. Yeah, we'll exactly. We'll do a podcast for just watching it. We'll just mess with it. Yeah, just do a review of that. I like how Joe <laughs> Rogan does the... Uh, did he do the fight companions? Oh, yeah. Fights together? Yeah, maybe that's an idea we can shoot around, you know? Yeah. Um, let me see. So, yeah, okay, cool. That is our Star Wars talk. Again, with anything that we talk about, guys, give us a tweet or anything. If you're alone in a theory about Star Wars and you just want to talk to us about it, go for it. Um, feel free to uh, add us at, at the DNA underscore pod. Um, cool. What's our next topic? So we're going to do our fan cast shout-out for the people that retweeted it. Um, because, you know, we appreciate the love, guys. We know we're starting out, and we're just trying to get our name out there. So we appreciate it, and we know we're going to have fun with this. And I think the two guys we got 
you know, I think these are going to be, they're pretty spot on. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'll go first. So the person that I drew that was random, uh, we got Gio Garibaldi, you know, best barber in San Antonio. One of my homeboys. I can't love him to death. Let me pull up his Twitter. I mean, his uh, Instagram. Let me add his Instagram real quick because he's been showing us a lot of love. Um, yeah. So it's literally L E L B A. Well, Barber. Yeah. <laughs> I was explaining. I was like, that's hey, Barber. So it's L Barber Geo. Barbero Geo. So it's E L B A R B E R O G I O. Dude's got fresh yeah. cuts, man. He really yeah, does. Fresh cuts. It gives me the best. I always say best phase in San Antonio. Um, but yeah, so we'll and we'll we'll add these guys for sure. That way they can get the notification. That way they know it's it's about them. Link in bio. Um, <laughs> link in bio. But yeah, so I chose. I thought if Geo could be any character in any weather, I chose. Uh, he's kind of a ragtag anti-hero. Uh, Lobo man. He's got a bike, leather jacket. It's just how Geo is. He does. He rides by his own rules. Man, he's got a tough mouth and like. I can see Leo riding around in space, kicking a bunch of people's asses. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he I, wouldn't have the hair. He'd probably have a fade while doing it. But, I mean, yeah, pull a picture of Lobo and, like, it's just, uh, yeah, dude, that's, yeah, that's the Geo right there. Geo and that makeup and everything and all that, yeah. That's and the it. way his character is super charismatic but kind of, and like, you know, doesn't know something, but he's still, like, his rationale behind stuff makes sense in his world, and that's how Geo is. And, yeah. I mean, that's, I think that's, I think he's Lobo for sure. He's not going to agree with me. He's like, bro, what? But I'm going to show him videos. And he's like, all right, I guess, sure. you know, whatever. It's, yeah. little, it's, it, an, it's an obscure character. We're not, like, naming him, like, a Captain America or anything, but yeah. it's literally, like, a perfect fit. I love it. Yeah, uh, for sure. So the second name that we got is uh, our boy Parrish. Um, Parrish, I, like, could not think of anybody other than uh, Static Shock. I, I, we kind of debated about this because I think you have, like, another opinion, right, of who. I mean, like, you can go with, like, Killmonger. Too. I can see oh, him. Yeah. I can see him in like roles like that. Um, I said, I I like said Miles Morales shock. a little bit. You said Miles too, yeah. But I like Static Shock because he kind of like, dude. Paris has already kind of got. <laughs> yeah, bro, yeah. <laughs> Paris yeah, has okay. already got the book, and I could see Paris just kind of going around talking a bunch of shit to all these bad guys and beating them up. Like Paris has got that banner, you know what I mean? Like he can, yeah. he's got that mouth on him, so it'd be. I could see that like perfectly is him as Static yeah, Shock. Yeah. <laughs> All the other ones, like, kind of make sense, but, yeah, Static Shock and, like, Static Shock in college, yeah. He'd be talking yeah. shit to the bad guys, and then he'd also be hauling at the girls at the side, like, hey, I'll, I'll talk to you afterwards. Exactly. Let me, let me be, <laughs> I'll be right back. You hold that thought. And then slide away on his little skateboard. Yeah, exactly, like, yeah. <laughs> See, yeah, nope. I don't think it'd be a disc that he wrote on. He would make it, like, a longboard, and he would wear Vans. <laughs> Dude, yeah, yeah. Static shock is the move for sure. Yeah. So we got Geo as our Lobo, and we got Parrish as our Static Shock. Nobody else can be these characters. <laughs> but make Locked sure you tweet our tweet. You know, like um, we'll mention this of course in our links uh, to retweet it and give you a shot. Um, that doesn't mean Geo and uh, Parrish don't retweet our stuff. We appreciate you so much. <laughs> yeah, keep retweeting it, man. Retweeting them. Get that follow. But, uh, yeah, retweet us for the fan cast and everything. We appreciate that support so much. Uh, cool. Segue on to our next topic, Alex. Yeah, so this one we're going to do our Spider-Man rankings. Um, you know, I I think we should just go from the bottom up and just we'll – I'm sure we'll debate between them. 
I'm doing this on the spot. Do we want to go like you say your lowest, I say my lowest, and then you yeah. know ladder? Yeah, okay. let's do that. All right. So if you want to go with your, uh, you want to go from worst or you want to go from best? I'm gonna go from worst. That way we, I'm sure we'll meet at the top at number one. But I think seven through three will be different for both of us. Yeah, you think so? <laughs> yeah. So I'll go first. My number seven as my least favorite one was Spider-Man three with Tobey Maguire. It was trash from the beginning. Yeah. I did not enjoy it. They butchered Venom. Tobey Maguire just, I think that's what made him have to be forced to retire as Spider-Man. So that's where I went with number seven for me. So my number seven is, um, I actually am doing this kind of on the fly. Um, I wanted oh, yeah, to naturally, um, is Amazing Spider-Man 2. I think was a little bit worse than uh, that one. Just because, really? yeah, because the Green Goblin was god awful. I guess he wasn't, yeah. it, was, it, was, it was hairy, but he was a Green Goblin, so I guess it was Hobgoblin. But yeah. god awful. Um, Jamie Foxx, who's a great actor. Electro, that's not, that was a weird Electro. He was blue. But <laughs> yeah. they, they did the same thing. I guess, you know, they're one and the same, essentially, these movies. Um, yeah. But they're both, yeah, that's definitely ranked down there for me. And that, and the Rhino, it's fine. Okay, okay. Uh, go to I your mean, next. For me, <laughs> yeah, I'll say, so I had Spider, I personally like Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. I was, I, I was like okay with him. I don't think any of that was his fault at all. I yeah. really, if I could honestly, if I could have had it any other way, I would not have hated for him to still be Spider-Man today. Tom Holland's yeah. perfect, but like, I wouldn't have been mad if it kept on being Andrew Garfield. Good yeah, cool with it. Mm-hmm. All right, your number so six. My number six is the first Amazing Spider-Man with with Andrew Garfield. Okay, so then mine is now Spider-Man three. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So we're <laughs> just a little swap. I I think it's just a little bit better. But no, the first Amazing Spider-Man. You didn't like the lizard. Was okay. I got. I liked the story. Um, I thought it was a cool twist, and you can see the growing between him and Gwen Stacy. But for me, I was like, uh, I just – honestly, for me, between 4, 5, and 6, they can all kind of be interchangeable. So I just put this one at yeah, number 6 so. for me. Um, but, I mean, it was just okay. You know, I left the movie like, ah, you know, I, hope, I'm, I remember leaving the movie like, man, I hope to make a second one. That, that was my thought behind it. I was like, they got something here. I think he can do good. But I left it like, ah, I think I still like Tobey Maguire more. So yeah. let's – Let's keep him, you know, let's see what happens in the sequel. Spider-Man, is he had, like, the shit talk whenever he was kind of, like, you know, like, going around and yeah. sarcastic. Tobey Maguire Spider-Man had that, but it didn't feel as, like, natural. Andrew Garfield, yeah. when he had the mask on, I didn't like that suit in the first one, though, I'll be honest. That suit was a little weird. Yeah. It's it, like, trying to be like, comic booky, but it wasn't. Polarized <laughs> eyes. <laughs> like, yeah. It just like yeah. looks really weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, Oakley, Oakley. Yeah, lenses. He has, like Oakley polarized, uh, polarized lenses on his eyes. Um, so for number five, what I would say then after that, man, because I already did. So then, then I would put Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, I would put the first okay. Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield. So sure. my number five is the first Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. Okay. So. Yeah. I had both intros at the bottom just because that one, like I said, that one was good, you know, because it was yeah. the first Marvel movie, you know, and I feel bad yeah. having it this low, but the ones above it, I think, are just way better than it. But yeah. it, it, it holds up as a pretty good movie, but when you go back and watch it, you're going to be like, dang, this is kind of whack. Like, I don't like all the screaming. <laughs> the, o- the only thing, 
The only thing that's like impressive about this is like the iconic upside down kiss with Mary Jane. Other than that, it's that's... kind of forgettable. I feel that. And, and I mean, William Dafoe is amazing in it. I think that's the only reason it held up as a good right, movie because, yeah. I mean, William Dafoe in it was, I think, personally an amazing villain in that movie. And so may I, I think... say, if they're bringing back J. Jonah, James, J. Jonah Jameson as, what's his name? I would yeah. not be if they brought back Harry Osborne as William Dafoe <laughs> in the MCU. No, he'd, be, he'd be Norman. Norman. I said Harry. Yeah, Harry. yeah. yeah Norman. Uh, I would not mind that at all. He was such a good Norman Osborn. Like, he really he was. Played the, he played the dual personality very well. Like Perfect. He, and, and he's crazy. William Dafoe William is a crazy Dafoe actor. He's crazy, yeah. He can he can be a little nuts. Yeah. Uh, so then next is number four, correct? Yes. Okay, so then on number four, I would put... Um, I would put Homecoming. Okay. For four. I put I put Amazing Spider-Man 2. Really? Yeah. High up there. I put it at four, honestly, because you're right with Hobgoblin. That I feel like they forced him in there. Like, they could have left that at the end. But I didn't mind Jamie Foxx. Like, I liked the way they brought him in. I didn't like the way he looked. But his character development, I thought, was pretty good. Yeah, I think um, story, yeah. And, I mean, they pulled off – I think they pulled off the most iconic death in Spider-Man history with Gwen Stacy's death. Like, yeah. that – like, that is the most, that is this, and they, like, and I think partially because Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone were, like, dating and, I think, married in real life when this yeah. morning. So, like, they shared that emotion. So, like, you felt the heartbreak when she died. And, like, when the web turns into the hand trying to grab that her. That was pretty cool. I'll give it that. Yeah. So, for me, when I left the movie, I was like, oh, my God. Like, that was insane. Like, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I was in, but, like, like, I was. when I watched that, all I was thinking was, like, I deserve this scene. But I deserve this scene with Tobey Maguire. Yeah. That imagine if that was William Defoe's Green Goblin. Yeah. And that, that was uh, Mary Jane falling, and like yeah. that that was like the fourth movie, and like that's what we saw. I would have liked that more than seeing it with Andrew Garfield and them. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm like, oh, this is so, this is so great. But then I remembered how shitty of a Green Goblin I have up there that caused this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and then I was like, ah, oh, damn it. But no, yeah, I completely agree with you. I mean, I liked it in the moment, but yeah, when I look back on all these movies, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the right, I'm really with, that high. yeah, me, like I said, me too. When I wrote the list, I was like, dang, I, am I gonna put this that high? But I, I just for me, because like I said, Gwen Stacy was such a major death, and it's such a a pivotal moment in Spider-Man's story arc because that's what he holds. Like how Batman let loses Robin. This is yeah. that for Spider-Man. Like Gwen Stacy's death is the one that haunts him, even when he's with Mary Jane, who he loved more. And I think, you know, it's, I that's why I for me put it that high because I think they nailed it, you know, with that yeah. death and like it hit home. And so I think that's why I put it up so high, honestly. That's true. I can see that, and I'm excited to see how they put Tom Holland through something like that. Cause yeah, yeah. Well, she's already gone through that with. We've seen that he can sell being like sad. That's so weird to say. Yeah. Like with Tony's that hit him and stuff. So maybe they'll put him through more emotional. Cause Spider Man, in a way, is a very damaged. Like. Yeah. Everything's going against him. You know what I mean? And he still kind of comes out on top. On top. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, and like in a positive light too. So I'm excited to see how they do that with him. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So for number three, right? Is that where we're at now? No. Yeah, we're, we're at three. Yeah, okay. we just did four. We're at three now. 
so then three I put okay so four I put homecoming um so then next I would put uh the first spider-man I put that pretty oh, okay. up there because oh, okay. that's, that's just like that introduced everything that's they got it was just oh man it was like the first glimpse I had of spider-man as a kid you know yeah. I mean? and so it was uh held a lot of weight I loved it so much I really did and when it had it had the first iconic Marvel red backdrop. It did, didn't it? It was the first yeah. one. Oh, yeah, because X Men didn't have that, I don't think. Well, you're, yeah. Oh God, we can talk about X Men all day. Those movies. Yeah. Just... <laughs> yeah. Oh, what was yeah, your number three? My number three was Homecoming. Homecoming. Yeah, because yeah. it was the official coming out for Tom Holland, um, and I thought it was a great movie. I thought Vulture was great. Um, mm-hmm. I liked that the ending of Just Call Me MJ. Uh, the extra credit. Tony Stark was in the movie, so I helped guide the transition. Yeah. Um, it was post Civil War. I thought he just. I thought because there's so many questions like, are they gonna do a reboot? Or, you know, what are they gonna do? Uncle Ben's death. Like, how are they gonna do this? And they they played it off really well. They just slipped right in between. It just picked up the baton and kept running and yeah, kept having people. The only thing yeah. is, like, it felt too, like, no, it didn't. I I have like a. We've, we talked about it in the last podcast how I have, like, this infinity for the OG, like, lore of Spider-Man. That's the only reason yeah. why I didn't put any, like, that much higher. Um, because it was his first movie, but it, it just yeah. felt... Yeah. It, it felt too Tony Stark-driven. Yeah, like, it felt big. Which they needed it to be, I guess. There's no other way you can do it. Like, but they... Yeah. I, it was still a great movie. I loved it so much. And I still love Tom Holland. Everybody probably thinks that I hate Tom Holland because I've... <laughs> but, like, I do. I love Tom Holland. But, like, I just... Yeah, I want my Spider-Man to go back to being him. But, uh... Number two, and I guarantee you, mean you have the same number one. But number two, I put uh, Far From Home on that yep. one. I, yes, yeah. and our number one is going to be the same. But um, Far From Home, I just think, was just so fun. And it was so... Honestly, the the fight with Mysterio was so cartoon Spider-Man that I just loved it. Yeah, and like when he's going through seeing like all the dead Iron Man and like yeah. the emotional toll that took on. I think that also helped him like move on from it in a sense. Like, okay, if I've seen the worst my mind can give me, like I know I can move on from this and I can carry this with me and I can be better. I'm not going to let it hinder me as a Spider-Man anymore. I'm going to yeah. move past and become better and be what he wanted me to be exactly so it yeah. was kind of like his yeah his uh, maturing in a sense because i mean we're getting man seven more movies yeah oh so we're getting a we're getting a lot more spider-man i'm excited because i do like do like him so maybe now that he is kind of you know like hey i'm on my own I'm doing my own thing now there is no avengers technically uh yeah. maybe avengers in the future but yeah now we're gonna be able to start seeing that mature spider-man going on to college and stuff like that yeah, so, like finally able to kind of accept. I I think the whole movie dealt like he knows that Iron Man is gone, but he hasn't accepted it yet. So I think this movie was really based off acceptance and acknowledging like, okay. his role as this new hero now. Exactly, so, like I, I have to step into this some one like, way, whether it's as Iron Man or as Spider Man. Mm-hmm. So I think you know, I, and I think that I think that's I put that's why I put it at number two because it did. Yeah. An amazing job, and I think it's going to catapult us into the future, especially and then the post credit scene. Mm, huge calls him out. We see James, uh, James, you see him swinging with MJ, like you know, it's just everything, yeah. And I love it, held up as MJ, like the sarcastic. Ah, uh, it's I love it. Yeah, I'm it's excited great. for it, and like I think that, ah, oh, what was it? I had a thought, I had a thought, I 
had a thought. I had a thought. I just it felt like the most fun Spider-Man movie that I've had in a while because yeah. I was just in awe watching the whole fight with Mysterio the whole time. Yeah. It was cool watching him make his own suit and everything like that. Like it was cool. Definitely below. Yeah, it, and just, especially just, because like Spider-Man Three was the last. You know that one was a train wreck. Um, Amazing Spider-Man Two, we had a giant emotional loss with Gwen Stacy. Um, so I think this one gave us a cool like we were expecting a big death, but nothing really happened. And we were like we we came into the movie with a big death of Tony Stark, and we finished the movie with a uh, a grown up, you know, a little bit more matured. Spider-Man, which I think is cool, yeah. and I think that will help his character development in the future. Um, yeah, so I think that's a, I think it, it did a good solid, solid job with it. So our number one, of course, is Spider-Man Two. Yeah, dude, Spider-Man that one's. You just like, oh, so good, man. Like Doc Ock was like a, such a good villain, and yeah. then train scene, and I think it was just, man, it was perfect. And whatever fell off into into three. Really, really screwed it up. I think they forced Venom into that, right? I think Venom yeah. was up in four. But, like, God, Ed, that was the moment where I was, like, I was so excited for Spider-Man 3 because of how great Spider-Man 2 was. Spider-Man, yeah, it held up so good. And, like, the final fight, like, that's when you find, like, you see his suits all torn up again. Like, it's literally, and then, like, Mary Jane, like, knows that he's Spider-Man now. Yeah. Like, she's discovered it. The go um, tiger line. Is that? Yeah, go- like. Yeah, that's in the second one. Yeah, because like, he puts it up on the web, and he's like, I can't do this. Like, he's doubting himself. But she's, and then that's where MJ goes, like, no, go get him, Tiger. And that's, like, the iconic line is, like, she calls yeah. him Tiger in every comic. So I think that was, like, yeah, that, that that's why, for me, it was number one. Because it did such a great job of playing homage to the comics yeah. and living up to the theatrical version of it. So I think it did a, a really good job, and it held up, like, 10 out of 10, sure. man. Yeah, I honestly, like, it's... Oh man, it's like one of one of my favorite like things. Superhero movies are just of of all is definitely that movie. I go back and watch it every now and then, all the time. Yeah. Um, but I think like the plan was for Spider-Man three to be just like Sandman, I think, because he was the only. I think he was one of the only good parts of Spider-Man three. I really like Sandman. I don't know how you feel about it, but his yeah. art that movie was pretty good. I liked it. I liked I, him too. I think they, I think they just forced Venom and Hobgoblin in there, um, and I didn't like the way they portrayed Toby like emo goth. Like that was just weird with the hair. So, I have a weird, I have a weird argument, not an argument, but a defense of that scene. Me and my old manager uh, from the draft house used to talk about this all the time. Is that yeah, that seems weird, but like during that time, he was. Um, it really heavily influenced by the symbiote, right? Like, yeah. what does the sim? This is like an idea of what a mix-up between an alien and a nerd think is cool. Is this like? Yeah. So it's him kind of like, <laughs> yeah. Of course he's not actually cool. Everybody's like looking at him like, what the hell? But like, it's yeah. these two like out of touch creatures. This is what they think is cool, and they're yeah. doing it. That's why I have like a different appreciation for that scene now because it makes sense to me. I'm like, yeah, well, this nerd doesn't know what's cool. Like, he's trying yeah. his best. So, yeah. yeah. Like he thinks it's cool. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Whenever I watch it like that, I'm like, okay, it's not too bad. And also, I, I read and I discovered that the scene in the first Spider-Man when he catches Mary Jane and catches all the stuff on the tray. Yeah. That was real. Like, that wasn't CGI. He literally caught all of that. What? Magnets. Yeah. Magnets, maybe, but holy shit. It was like, 
it was like Velcro, so when it landed, it stuck, but he still had to like maneuver yeah, catcher. Like, Toby McGuire, man, he's a Spider Man. Yeah. You don't so deserve. So when I read that, I was like, man, we didn't deserve that. Like that was <laughs> that's Toby A1. That <laughs> that's real that's real spider sense. Like I don't know how because they I read that someone held a ladder and dropped it and he just like caught it. I, I read, uh, when, I re- when I discovered that, I was like, man, he, he might actually be a real-life superhero, and he didn't, he didn't even know it until he <laughs> cast the first movie. He was like, I did it! <laughs> I had a cut after that. <laughs> we got it! Cut! We got it! How many takes, though? My, my unathletic ass would have fucked that up a lot. Uh, I'm gar- I would have probably... I guarantee you, a lot of the takes would have been me, A, catching everything, but dropping the girl, or catching <laughs> yeah. the girl, and just, like, not getting anything. Yeah, so, he did both, though. Toby McGuire, yeah. man. Give it up for Toby. Stellar. Yeah, that's what I said. When I read that, I was like, snaps and now, claps for you, buddy. Dang. Now, let's take this list. Where would you put Into the Spider-Verse? Oh, gosh. I knew you were going to ask. I think... Yeah. I'm going to... I'm going to... If we're going down to eight, I'm going to put it at number three. I'm going to put it above Homecoming. I was going to put it at two. I was going to put it at two. I liked it more... <sighs> His new Spider-Man. To be honest, I liked it a lot. I loved it. I really did, um, and especially because they did the final. Because I guess, like I said in the last podcast, like his beef with Kingpin is so iconic. Yeah, it's kind of underrated. Fine, um, on it. Yeah, but I, I didn't like. I liked it more than Homecoming, but I liked it just a little bit less than Far From Home. Just because Far From Home was the ending of Phase uh, Three, the whole Iron Man arc, like it, it carried the weight. Yeah. Yeah, I care a lot of weight. The post-credit scenes, you know, it kind of it had bigger bigger impact than Spider Verse. You know, I think Spider Verse can become its own thing. Yeah. Um, but I, I love Spider Verse. The soundtrack to it, like it, it, it was a badass movie. Like they it. did a really good job with it. I hope it keeps doing like break the fourth wall a little bit. Like you know, yeah. it's like that would be really cool. I'd be okay with that. Like just kind of leave it on its own, but have it reference everything. That would be kind of cool. Um. But yeah, number two for me. I like, oh, man, I love that movie. I watch it. Can I make it like two B? Like I would love. Like, right. It's, it's like, like. It's a. I don't wanna. I don't know. It just fits like right in there, and especially like, I think it's cool because it introduces the Spider Verse, like the multiverse that we want so bad. So hey, I, Prowler, you got a bunch of different like villains that we haven't really seen. We haven't seen a Scorpion in a movie. We yeah. about to. So it's pretty cool. I liked I liked all that. It's a good chance for them. I think that is a glimpse of what we're gonna get in the What If um, series from Marvel. It was oh, like yeah. similar to, similar to. That would be pretty cool if they found a way to tie in Spider Verse with What yeah. If, and they did like the same. The Sony's same probably gonna be like, "Now nah, we're holding on to this." Yeah, they're yeah, like, "No, no, no." We did. You got one from us. Yeah, exactly. You got, you got one from us. Not both. Greedy. All right. Well, uh, segue on to our last topic. What do we got? Our last anime. Our last one is our anime character rankings. Um, so I think this one's gonna be cool. Um, like I love. I like anime. I just don't follow it that much, you know. And there's got. All right. How about this? I'm gonna ask you. Who did you want to put on here? But you just like they. They were right outside your top five. Um, I have been watching recently. Um, Hunter Hunter. And okay. the main character of that, Gone, I wanted him to go in there, but yeah, like it couldn't have a fit. But yeah. the ones that I picked are very. You'll know most of the ones that I picked as well. <laughs> okay, cool. Did you have somebody that like, almost made the cut that didn't? I had two, and I mean they're both from Naruto. Um, yeah. 
Shikamaru, dude, I, I'm such a huge Shikamaru oh, stand. This whole I'll take him to the, yeah, I take him to the grave, man. Like I love the way his essence is, like his relationship with his dad. Um it's like the how he, of everything. Yeah, and like yeah. I can't remember the name of the Yukatsuki member he kills when he well he doesn't kill uh, him, but when he chops the head off. And he like flicks the lighter into like the pit. Yes, bro. Like dude, I know. Dope. badass. And especially because like that's when you because he never shows emotion and like that's the time because what's his what's his uh master's name that dies? Uh uh, uh, Asuma, no, yeah, Asuma, Asuma, yeah, Asuma, yeah, like, that's the first time you see him lose someone major, and, like, the way he's, like, like, you can see how good of a leader he could be, and, like, how amazing he is, yeah. as a, you know, as a shinobi, and you're, like, damn, like, this is what he's hiding from us, like, what else can he like, do? Holy shit, because, yeah, they don't really, like, touch on him too much. In, like, the whole, like, yeah, Shikamaru was cool. He could use his shadows. But, yeah, he really, like, blossomed in that arc. Like, that was cool to see him, like, kick some ass like that. Yeah, and especially because, like, you know, he takes out a Nikoski member literally by himself. Like, he's like, yeah. all right, let's do this. Like, it's over. Like, you you want me? You got me. Because he's so lose. smart. Like, he just, like, thought of it. Oh, man, yeah. I love seeing his, like, mind at work. That was, like, the coolest part about him. Yeah, and, like, even when you think he's out, he comes back. And, like, he's, yeah, it's, you know... Oh yeah, I, he's he's my favorite Naruto character outside of you know Naruto and Sasuke. Yeah. Um, and then my second one that didn't make it, the other one was Jiraiya, just because what he means to the man. series. The whole arc. And like, oh, yeah, man, he's such a good like. Thing. And like the way his past ties into what is happening present when he's alive, like, oh, like, and the way he just Naruto takes Naruto. Jumped into the trees and he like felt like the loss of chakra. I felt that yeah. shit. Whenever he oh, was, God. I was like, oh, man, no, he knows. Yeah, that, like, hurt. That whole thing, man. And oh, I, gosh, yeah. Right now in Boruto, though, there's a chance that he's still alive. That's what they're saying. The villain oh, okay. in Boruto, like, yeah. in the manga, saying that there might be Jiraiya. So who knows? He might not be done with Jiraiya. Maybe. Hopefully uh, not. My number five, out of okay. we can start the same way, um, is Goku. Yeah. Oh, number okay. five, Goku. And I'll tell you why. He's kind of too perfect in a way. Now, yeah. Goku is, he's like the king of anime pretty much. He's everybody's introductory, introduction into anime. Everybody yeah. loves Goku, but everything, some he's just too, uh, everything goes too perfect for him. Like I, it always works out. He never gets beaten. Yeah. Like he's gotten beaten before, but like he's just, he's always getting stronger and stronger and stronger. Every, you know how it's going to end up, like his fights now. Dragon, yeah. I love Dragon Ball Super. The whole tournament thing was dope to see. I still, fool, I got chills at the end of that when him and Frieza knocked out Jiren. It's cool, but like out of all these characters that I've seen be flushed out in different ways that I've never seen Goku flushed out. Like yeah. Nar- Naruto and Goku, it's not even a comparison. Like Naruto is, I think in my opinion, it like is way beyond that kind of character development that Goku's ever gotten in his own show. So yeah. I, I, that's why I have him number five. I don't think I've seen. And it's crazy to feel that way because there's all of Dragon Ball and there's all of Dragon Ball Z and all of Dragon Ball Super with Goku. And I just yeah. like all I know about Goku is he's he's strong. He's the strongest fighter in the world. <laughs> I liked I I liked Goku in Dragon Ball GT because this is the that's the first time you oh, see him face kid. real adversity because he's a kid again. He doesn't have the powers. He's basically yeah. starting over and he's fighting people way stronger than when he fought when he was at his best. So mm-hmm. I like. I like Goku and Dragon Ball GT. I know it, everyone kind of hated and threw it out, yeah. but I appreciated it. I for love that reason, like you said. Four is still my 
favorite like transformation. Yeah, That's like going coolest. through the ape series again. Yeah. Like that was so sick. That was cool. I miss and that. Fighting Super Seventeen, like Super Seventeen was I think one of like most underrated Dragon Ball. I love Android Seventeen. I think Android Seventeen, honestly, I almost put in this list other than Goku, just because yeah. of what he goes through in in the like the newest uh, chapters. He's he's dope. He's dope. Who's your number yeah. five? My number five is from a newer series, and I I just liked it a lot. Um, is Baki? Have you ever seen that on Netflix? Baki, no. Uh. Uh-uh. Dude, it's su- it's super cool. It's about these guys. Um, they compete in this. So there's like five masters of Kung Fu. He's one of them. And he's like, he's, he's 17 years old and he's like the world's greatest Kung Fu master that's ever lived. And he's mastered everything. And there's four other guys that he fights with. And there are these five convicts, well, six and seven, because his dad is one, another guy, but they get busted out. They, they break out of their prison all to find and fight Baki and his team. Mainly Baki. What's the name of the show? Is it called Baki? Yeah, it's just called Baki. Okay, yeah. I've seen a little bit of it because it's not like supernatural fighting. They're literally just fighting. Yeah, it's not like there's no powers. Yeah. That's why I appreciate it. There's no real – I mean they have – they do crazy shit and it doesn't make sense. It's anime. No, but, yeah, it's anime. Um, but it's a cool show and they play homage to a lot of like old school like kung fu and martial arts, which is really badass to see. And, dude, they're just like jacked dudes just kicking each other's ass like in the middle of broad daylight. And it was yeah, not and it, with that. <laughs> exactly. And I like it because, like, there's only one rule. They all get gathered into a room, and it's like, all right, well, the only rule is if they approach you, you have to fight, and there's no winner or loser until someone is dead. And that's the whole premise of the show. Yeah, I've been told so much to watch that. Now I have to watch that. Now that he's on your list, yeah. I gotta check yeah, that out. Yeah, he holds up. And the reason I like him is kind of the same reason I like, I like Shikamaru. He's very nonchalant in the way he fights. But when he turns it on... Bro, like, no one stops yeah. him. And when you watch him, you're like, dang. Like, he's, dude, he's a badass, dude. He's gonna whoop some ass. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, like, the way he, like, make him look, and, like, he's got scars and everything. Like, you know, they show you, like, his background and how he learns everything a little bit. It's just really badass. And it's like, dang. It, it makes you want to watch him, and you root for him. Because you're like, bro, turn it on. Like, what yeah. are you waiting for? And then when he does it, you're like, oh, okay. Like, I understand why everyone wants to fight and try and kill him now. But even though they, they can't, you know, so it's, it's really cool. Damn, I need to watch that. That's like on my list. I have it queued and everything. Um, yeah. So my number four, um, I'm, I think I put him there. I'm obsessed with this guy right now because I just started watching it again. Is uh, His name is Bond from um, Seven Deadly Sins on Netflix. Okay. Bond is like, he's he's a really strong supporting character. Uh, the main character is this guy, Meliodas, and they're both part of this group called the Seven Deadly Sins. And the whole world is kind of, like, in, like, a medieval, uh, like, King Arthur is a character and, like, everything like that. And so what these seven deadly sins are are these group of individuals that um, they're just, like, the badasses of the land, right? And they all all earn their sin in a certain way, like the one for pride, um, Escanor. He's just really prideful, and so when he talks, he's like, I'm the pinnacle of man, and he's badass. Like, he's the strongest one. But, like, so it's really cool. And so Bon is the um, the fox sin of greed. And so he's supposed to be this really greedy guy, but he's greedy off a um, misrepresentation of him. He's really not. He has, like, an anti-hero vibe to him, but he's, yeah. really, he's really driven by being in love with this girl and 
only having one friend in this Meliodas guy who's the captain of them. And it's cool. Yeah. And it's like a Deadpool character because he like drank from the Fountain of Youth or something like that. And he can never die. And so oh, okay. he gets chopped up and everything like that. And he just can't die. So it's really cool to see him like <laughs> just talk a bunch of shit and then back it up. And then like, yeah. oh, where'd your cuts go? He's just a badass character. And I'm, yeah. I'm honestly, Seven Deadly Sins, I'm like obsessed with this show right now. And I wanted to rank yeah. him. Because <laughs> yeah, like I really cool. like this, I like antiheroes, and he almost seems yeah. like an antihero, but then once you get to know him, there's a lot more to him. Because then yeah. he has this bad reputation of being greedy, but then you find out he only did it to save the woman who he loves life, and yeah. he's the thing he's greedy for is her. So like that's his sin. So it's really it's like cool. It's te- like yeah, I like it's the technical. Character. It's a technical sin, but it's like a justifiable sin. It's just weird to say. But he doesn't yeah. care enough to explain it to anybody because he's like, ah, I know why I did this. Yeah. So it's really like cool. No one, else has, no one else has to know except me. Exactly. Right? Yeah. He's like, yeah, I don't like care that. about cool. all that. And then, so, like, like the main character. I like the show. I'm trying to pitch a show to you, by the way. I want you to watch it. <laughs> and so, like. No, I, the, I've, heard, I've heard great things about so it. I really cool. have. Meliodas, like the captain, too. He, his sin is, like, wrath. But he's, like, the chillest, yeah. the friendliest person. So it's cool to see, like, throughout the show goes out, you find out why he's the sin of wrath. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it's really sweet. Gotcha. That's my number That's four. My number four is Yusuke from Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh. Man, dude, like that was one of the first animes I watched through and yeah, through. That's I followed OG. it and I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's OG. It was on Toonami and everything. Yeah. With the spear gun. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, against Taguro, like the Taguro brothers, um, Genkai, like the whole story arc is really cool how he gets in same thing kind of like an anti-hero people hated him and when he died yeah. there most people were sad but some other people were like reluctant that he died and he was upset so it was cool to see how he grew into that and became like you know a, a, a badass spirit detective and he ticked in kuwabara um and what, the reason i like him so much is because when he gets into his own and becomes like um a you know full-on like hero when he finally develops and becomes powerful he makes everyone else better around him between Hiei, Kuruma, Genkai, yeah. and Kuwabara. Like, they all become, like, okay, if Yusuke is going to be this, like, I have to. And they, I mean, obviously, animates are always trying to out-train each other oh, and outdo each other. And stuff, yeah. Yeah, but he, the way he does it is, like, it help, It literally helps everyone. And, like, I love I love the show. Like, Hiei and Kurama, like, man, one of my favorite scenes, and I know he's not on the list, but Kurama, when they're doing the dark tournament and he fights this one guy, yeah. and this guy is like has a detonator, and he's like, I'm going to kill your family, I'm going to kill your mom, they're all strapped to a bomb, wait till I press it, they're all going to die. He's like, you're not going to live to press that button. Yeah, you're like, yeah, you, I have nothing to worry about. <laughs> and he like, yeah, and then he bad. finds out he threw a death seed in him, and like, he's like, oh my gosh, I'm about to die. He's like, Kurama, I wasn't going to do it. Like, don't you, do you feel mercy? Like, will you show me mercy? He just looks back and goes, no, and no. died. I was like, oh I love my characters god, characters like, dude, I love that. yes, oh man, I love that show. Too. That's definitely a show I need to go back and watch again. I think I remember just like bits and pieces from it. Yeah, dude, yeah, it's so good. It's all on Hulu, so just watch That's it on Hulu, OG. and it's so good, man. Yeah, it, it's so great. I love it. Um, and I love the show, and it's like the Curl Brothers, like the Dark Tournament, like it's all, it's all really cool. And like, oh man, I just finished rewatching it a couple days ago, so that's it, why it's fresh on my mind. Oh yeah. Um, so I'll, I'm gonna add that's You got me adding two to my list. Uh, my number three, I am putting Edward Elric from Full Metal Alchemist, and um, I yeah. really, I really like these. My top three are very interchangeable, but um, he is just like, I I think 
Full Metal Alchemist to me is almost a perfect anime. I think the my yeah. top are. It's just like so good, and like you right out the gate feel sympathy for these two brothers, and following their journey and everything, and just at the end, it, everything is so perfect. Everything wraps exactly how I wanted it to. And there's so many good characters in Full Metal Alchemist, but Edward is just like funny. He's a badass. He's I guess a typical anime lead character, but. Yeah. Oh man, I just loved every episode of that show and watching Edward grow and get stronger. And I love how they didn't think he was a full metal alchemist because his brother was in a suit of armor. So he's always got to like scream yeah. and yell and defend himself. He's like, I'm, I'm the full metal alchemist. What the heck? So like, I like, <laughs> I loved how like spunky he was and then he can back it up with his talking and everything was cool. Yeah. I really, yeah, Edward Elric is my number three. Well, like, like I know all the big ones, like Cowboy Bebop, Full Metal Alchemist, you know, like, you know, even Inuyasha, like, those are all big ones. And, like, I know of the shows, and, like, I would love to put them on this list, but I, or, like, even, like, One Punch. Like, dude, Satyama is such a cool story, but I haven't watched it enough, so I don't want to do a disservice to the people that actually watch the show. Yeah. Put them on this list, because I wouldn't know. But There's a bunch of names that I want to put, but I'm like, yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know about it enough to, like, so I'm only ranking the ones that I know, but like Full, Full Metal is a great one. I've seen bits and pieces of it. I'm like, oh, I can totally see why people are into this show. Or, uh, dude, One Piece, Luffy, like, I... Dude, I've been, I'm sorry, like, I can't get into One Piece. I tried, and I just, I haven't been, it's so much. Yeah, that that's how I was. I tried to, I enjoyed the show, but like, it's so discouraging when you see like, what is it, like 1,200 episodes? You're like, oh, dude, it's God, ridiculous. Just, yeah, they're still making them. So I think, <laughs> but like, when it comes to anime like that, that's why I want to put those guys on this list, but I just don't know enough, unfortunately. But I, I do like Full Metal Alchemist. I think that's such a cool show, and like, yeah, but the that's... brother aspect, yeah, it, it's really awesome. I like shows that every character has their individual quirk. Yeah. Ended to uh, My Hero Academia, but where they all like can do their own thing, like that's like really cool to me. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, so what's your number three? My number three is a dark horse and. It's not a typical what people consider an anime, but it is an anime because it's an animated show. Um, Aang from Avatar, Last Airbender. That's, an, that's an anime. I would count that as an anime. It's a. I didn't even think about that when I was doing this list. Yeah. Because, dude, that's that show, anime. like, that is one of my favorite shows just of all time. Like, I have, like, Breaking Bad, you know, Sons of Anarchy, Avatar. You know, yeah. like, it's such a good show. Like, the concept, you know, the elements um like it dude and he's just such a great hero and like the way he like it's like a tom holland you know you see him grow and become the avatar that you want yeah, to see and like, be, yeah. and like the whole premise between if you die in the avatar state and like the you know it's the end of the avatar line um and then like just ah, dude the show in general i love the show in general he's, like, wanted for like several reasons like he's just yeah, like, yeah. and like the you see the the friendship between him and Prince Zuko grow and like, you know, it, it's just, it's just great, man. Like how he always comes, I know he's pretty, he always comes out, the hero always comes out on top, but like, oh man, it's such, such a good show. I love it so you know much. What? I'm and guilty like, of only seeing like a few seasons of it. I didn't get as far as I should. Everybody's always like, oh, what? bro. Yeah, yeah I need to... you gotta watch it. it yeah, it's, so it's on Amazon. I think it's on Amazon Prime. You could probably check it out there. Yeah, I got Prime, yeah. God, I like that our lists are so different that we're not naming the same. Yeah. Sure, we're about to start naming the same, but um, Maybe. my my number two, and this is this is weird. This is hard for me. Uh, between my top two, um, my number my number two is Naruto. Um, okay. Yeah. I'll he, just tell you, mine's the, mine's number two also. 
Naruto. See, I yeah. but wanted to say other than Naruto though, because we're probably gonna agree on the same things with Naruto. But I wanted to say Itachi more than Naruto. Um, he's actually my favorite character in that whole story because he was just so subtle with his motives. He had no yeah. idea the whole time he was practically a good guy. He was just looking yeah, up. Yeah, like he did. Yeah, he did everything. He articulated everything. Even after he died, he like he knew what was gonna happen, and he was like, "Oh." Yeah. Well, can kill Kabuto. Like I, I planned for all this. That's why I put the crow in you, Narth. He was related. Yeah. In like, it was dope. It was really dope. But Naruto is just yeah, golden child of anime. Yeah, he's, it's hard to. He's hard. He's put Japan back on the map after Dragon Ball Z. Oh yeah. But yeah, I, I just like the whole. You know, it, it's hard to not like the story of rooting for the underdog and like coming up and you know just being. I like it because he's unconventional in the way he becomes successful. Like, even when he does the Rossing gun, he doesn't even do the typical way. He still has to do it, like, pretending it's the water ball. That's true. I like that, too, and I've never really, like, that's, yeah, I like that a lot. I've never really put that in Yeah, like, he always puts his own spin on it, and he makes it his own, and that's what makes him so great. And, dude, when he becomes Toad Sage, when he fights Pain, like, bro, like. Oh, that whole scene. Dude, iconic, like. Oh, man. That was my favorite arc. I did like the. I do but, like this season one. It's huge and it's badass, Obito. But yeah. the pain fight was pain fight was sick. I really like that. My three favorite fights of Naruto are number three is his first fight with Neji in the oh, yeah. dude because like especially because Neji hates him so much and talks all this mad shit to him and he ends up beating him mm. and then to come back at the end because you know he loves his sister and he Neji now sacrifices himself. It was a full circle, yeah. Dude, yeah, I was like, oh, and I love Neji too. He's my second favorite, you know. And like, I love him with Shikamaru. Like, oh man, but when he comes back to sacrifice himself to save Naruto because he knows his sister's in like, with him. You're like thinking about like, dang, when they were kids, he like literally hated Naruto, and now he's like risking yeah. his life. No, yeah, that was a big yeah. death. That was a really. That so, was like up there with Jiro. Yeah, man. So, and then my second favorite one is, you know, the first fight with Sasuke, just because you can see the emotion. And then the first one is Pain, because oh, the Pain fight is just like Pain. Pain was dope. Yeah, dude. Like you just yeah, see I, him, like, oh my I, god. I would put. I like this last fight with Sasuke a lot. My honestly favorite fight, though, from like the Naruto like lore or anything, is from Boruto. Whenever you see Sasuke and uh, Naruto fight together against this, uh, oh yeah, Oshiki, I think his name is something like that. Seeing them yeah. like together and just like working together smoothly was just amazing. Man, and like, go back, Takashi versus Obito. Oh well, yeah, of course that fist fight like it animated perfectly and everything. Yeah. But this fight, man, just seeing them work together and then like Naruto saying like Sasuke, you ready to take care of this guy and. Sasuke being like, yep, and then they both power up. I was just like, oh, man, like, they're working together, like, seamlessly. Oh, it's so good. So I like. Why, why couldn't you do this from the beginning? Exactly. Oh, right. Like, this is you. <laughs> uh, who's, you your who's your number one guy? My number one is your number five, and I had to put Goku, man, just because he, yeah. it, it, you know, for everything you said, why you didn't want him at number one is why I have him at number one. Yeah. Just because he's the pinnacle. He's the Superman of anime. It's hard because, like, no matter what you do, whenever you talk about anime, you're always like, well, could he be Goku? Like, That's could true. Be Go-? You know, like, you always compare him to that. Goku. And like, Goku is, like, crossed levels that not many yeah. animators have, yeah. Yeah, he's trans. he transcended anime. Like, he be- he's across all platforms. 
And I mean, I, I love him, you know, just because he's an idiot, but he's still a master. And like, I love that his fatal flaw is that he wants to be beaten. You know, like he, like if That's he gets true. beaten, it's because he knows that the person beat him is at their full strength, and he, he like, doesn't want to take shortcut. Yeah, so that's why I have him at number one. In uh, that series, for that though, reason. Vegeta is my favorite, though. Like, Vegeta is just, I'm a sucker for Vegeta, man. I like him in Super now. He's a lot more cocky, but at the same time, he's yeah. a lot more just Like, in his fights that he knows he's going to win, he does this thing where he, like, puts his arms down and leans his head forward. I'm just like, God, like, that's just Vegeta being a cocky little shit. Just being like, oh, yeah. yeah. Like I, I'm starting to like Vegeta a lot more than Goku, if I'm being honest. But Goku, yeah. all time, like he's the pinnacle of. Like he's just, not Rushmore, man. Like, yeah, he. And it's just like good character and everything like that. Like he's never had an impure thought. Like he's always just been like yeah. a. Ah oh, man, yeah. Like he like part raised. Like, dude, top of my morals. Like this. <laughs> yeah, it's like you'd come home from school, you get your yeah. afternoon snack, you sit and Dragon Ball. You know, like it's on Dragon Ball Z. And like the, like the dude, the scene that you know that is in all anime is when like when he lets himself die to like Gohan beat Cell, yeah. and he does the father son Kamehameha like. So apparently oh, at that arc, Gohan was supposed to take over as the main character, but they brought he Goku was yeah popular demand like they were like oh, you like Goku more than Gohan, and then Gohan became a wuss. But yeah, I, and I love <laughs> Gohan like I love what they were making with him. And then the whole Majin Buu series, I was like, man, they just yeah, let this fall, dude. But yeah, Majin Vegeta, that fight with Goku, oh, that's, that's one of the really best, cool. dude. Oh man, that's a hard, dude. That one's funny. <laughs> I <laughs> love that fight. Um, my number one is uh, Spike from Cowboy Bebop. Um, yeah. he is just down to the voice acting and like everything. I just like he's the coolest character like ever. And his story about how he, well, I don't want to give away the anime, but, like, the end of the anime is just perfect. It's beautiful. Yeah. And it just, and he feels real. It's, and, yeah. like, and it's in a world, and he says all these quotable lines. I can sit here and quote them all day. But, like, he's just, a, I like the smooth, relatable character. And yeah, he, he's been my favorite. Like, he's, I like, I can relate with him more because I'm not a, I'm not a Saiyan as much as I wish I was, but like this guy's been, and he's like got his flaws and everything like that. And, ah, man, it's such a beautiful anime down to like the music and everything. I think it's just honestly one of my favorite animes. I love that show so much. And the guy who does his voice does Orochimaru's voice in Naruto. Oh, okay. I'm really into like the voice, I, the voice acting and things The I'll only listen to an anime dubbed if there's a voice actor that I like in it that I know from another and that's why I like you, Hakusho. It was cool because the guy, I don't know if it's a guy or a girl, but he the person that, who voiced it. The orange one is Vegeta, right? He's like, you got to talk like this and like this. Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. I Maybe, now I think about it, maybe, but I was going to say the one who voices Genkai, who's like his master, who teaches is the same voice as Frieza. So it's cool yeah. to hear Frieza as a villain and then as a master, like, you know, I don't want to give away the anime, but like, you know, when they're, when she's in the, like, it's a girl on the show and she's like a master and she's like crazy, crazy good and like makes Yusuke who he is at the end. Yeah. Um, it's cool. Like, it's a cool twist. And like that, the, the same reason, like, I like to listen to the original and the dub if it has a voice actor that I know. Um, this so that's guy, what's always really cool. This guy voiced by the guy who. Yeah, it's Kubara. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. Well, there were like, it's all, um, what is it called? Show and, show and jump. They're all kind of in the yeah. same. Uh, 
Um, so I'll use like the same. And all the dubs, you know, they they go down in Dallas at Funimation's in Dallas. So like the, the oh, dubs. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Or, yeah, it's really close by. That'd, that'd be a cool traveling podcast. Go right. Go go Ooh, check out the yeah. studio animation. Heck yeah. Yeah. Well, Alex, we were going on. This one's a little bit longer. It's an hour sixteen, but we did have a little technical difficulties in the middle of that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but we're good. We recovered. We're good. Yeah, but um, like we say every time, <clears throat> I apologize for that. Um, give us a tweet, anything, any kind of feedback, um, anything you want us to talk about, topics or anything like that. Share your favorite anime characters. Tell us what animes we need to be watching. I do this weird thing where I hit anime hard, 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 and then I stop. <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah. I myself some time. Like, I need to I relax. Need to watch some real real humans i need to watch some real humans do some stuff like right now i'm watching um the boys um, dude yes i watched the first two episodes so good, so good. i'm on like maybe oh, we'll episode five yeah yeah once you finish it once i finish it we'll talk about it because i am yes. loving it so okay. much right now dude it's so um, good yeah yeah it, it, you could tell seth rogan has a hand in it because the humor and stuff oh, yeah. so good yeah. but uh yeah thank you guys for tuning in to episode two um Again, Twitter and everything is uh, the at the DNA pod underscore after DNA. Yeah. Uh, give us any tweets. Yeah. Give us a follow. Make sure you all retweet our uh, sending out tweets so that we can fan cast you. Again, thank you to Parrish and Gio for their support. To our Lobo and Static Shock. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And we'll do a send out. Thanks, guys. You know, just come in for the next one. And I think that we're, we're picking it up. And I'm excited, man. Like, oh, geez, I love it. This is so great. It's happening. Maybe um, I'm wanting to do get a little get a little bit of guests in here eventually too after we get our like wheels off the ground. Oh, maybe that can be our next one. Put somebody on Twitch. Yeah, yeah, we can put someone on here. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll talk. We'll play around with it off off air. We'll we'll talk about it. We'll see. All right, guys. Well, thank you, DNAers. <laughs> yeah. We don't have a we don't have a fan base name yet, but we'll work on it. We'll get you guys. Get yeah. get a good fan base, and we'll get we'll get the name. All right. Thank T-shirts you. T-shirts and all. Y'all have a great rest of the week. Later, guys. Later, guys.